0: opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. As we approach God's Word, it's appropriate that we do so in a spirit of prayer. You'll find the prayer of illumination printed in your bulletin. Help me to sing it. Come and fill our hearts with your peace. You alone, O oh Lord, are holy, come and fill our hearts with your peace, Hallelujah. Gracious God, open your word to us that it might find root in our hearts and that we might live your word in this world. Faith in the real world, O oh God, help us, for we ask it in the name of Jesus and in the power of your Holy Spirit. Oh, Amen. This is a selection from, Timothy's, uh, from Paul's letter to Timothy, the second, uh, the second letter he wrote to Timothy. As for me, Paul writes, I am already being poured out as a libation, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. From now on, there is reserved for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Do your best to come to me soon. For Demas, in love with this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. Cretans has gone to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful in my ministry. I have sent Tychius to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Tros, and the books, and above all the parchments. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, and the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus remained in Corinth. Uh, Trophimus I left ill in my latest. Do your best to come before winter. Ebulus sends greetings to you, as do Prudence, and Linus, and Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thomas Wolfe wrote these lines, the novelist in Asheville. All things on earth point home in old October. Sailors to sea, travelers to walls and fences, hunters to field and hollow, and the long voice of the hounds, the lover to the love he has forsaken. All things on earth point home in old October. With home are the people of home. Paul seeks a homecoming with his friend Timothy. And notice the urgency in Paul's words. Come to me as soon as you can, Timothy. Do your best to come before winter. Paul is saying goodbye to Timothy. He says that I am being poured out like a libation, a drink offering. I'm almost done. He knows, Paul knows, his end is near. He's putting his affairs in order. He sent people out to do the work of the gospel, but he'd like Timothy and Mark to come see him. He's making a list. Timothy, please come to me soon. Come to me soon. Bring Mark with you. Bring my cloak and the books and the parchments, it's a list. It's, it's something that we might not expect to find in, in Scripture because it's so, so prosaic, it's so just normal. But just come to me is the message that Paul has for Timothy. Greet Priscilla and the others and do your best. Do your best, Timothy, please, to come before winter. Paul reminds us that no season lasts forever. There are things that need to get done now, or they risk not ever getting done. If we put things, too, put things off too long, we might be putting them off forever. There's no time like the present. There's no time like the present. In October, all things turn toward home. The application, that application needs to be turned in. That visit, the one you've been putting off, that visit, we need to make that visit now. Paul knows as surely as we do that winter will come and freeze our intentions. Our good intentions will be frozen if we don't act on them now before, before it's too late, before an unexpected storm sweeps away our, our opportunity to act. Some of us have old friends we need to see or important projects. We want, we need, we're called to finish. If we pass on the opportunity now, if we put it off a little longer, we may be passing forever. Paul reminds us, reminds Timothy, winter is coming. Notice Paul's urgency. Timothy, if you can, if you can, come before winter. Every autumn from the pulpit of Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, Alan Smith would preach a sermon called Come Before Winter based on this text from 2 Timothy. He thought it was a passage that was worth visiting every fall before winter came to Little Rock. His son Jim was in my congregation in Dardanelle, and after Alan died of stomach cancer, after he didn't finish all of the things he had hoped to finish, as a relatively young man. His son and that church collected his sermons in a book. If I were to die an untimely death, you would do well to take my sermons and discard them. (laughs) But they took Alan's sermons and they made them in a book. And it is this sermon that stands out for me of the collection. Alan's message, which was stolen from Paul, said there are things worth doing today because tomorrow could be too late. This afternoon or this morning, uh, as the sermon concludes, we're going to share the names of people in our flock who've died in the last calendar year, people who um, called this place home. They have run their race. They have completed their journey. Hallelujah. And we have much to thank God for but we have many unknown miles ahead of us what is God inviting us to do before we end up on that list celebrated by our friends and family here what do we have left to do now that tomorrow might be too late what do we need to do this fall before winter When you come, Timothy, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Tros, also the books and above all the parchments. Do your best to come before winter. Paul knew that because time was short, some things needed doing right now before the ice of winter makes them impossible to do, before the roads freeze, before the path becomes impassable. Alan Smith uh, put it this way. How precious our opportunities are when we realize they do not last forever. The simple statement, come before winter, reminds us that life has limits. Opportunities come along, and if not seized, they are lost forever. Time passes. This is what Jesus meant when he said, While it is day, I must do the work of the one who sent me. But night comes when no one shall work. It is day but night comes, night falls, frost rises, and winter sets in. Jesus is always asking us, come follow me. Follow me before the December wind scatters the leaves of your good intentions. Come to me before your heart grows cold and your desires fade and your opportunity is gone. Come to me before you're consumed by the bowl games and the Super Bowl. Come to me now. Come to me this moment. Summer appears long to have been gone. Fall is definitely here in Champagne. Some opportunities, for some of us, have forever passed us by. Those of us who wanted to hike the Appalachian Trail, for some of us, that opportunity is gone. The frost is on the pumpkin. The leaves are changing. Some opportunities are ready to be seized right now, today, this afternoon, before winter before it's too late. Thank you for joining this podcast of First Presbyterian Church Champaign. Visit us at our campus at the intersection of Church and State Streets in downtown Champaign. And for more information, visit us online at www.firstpres.church. Have a great week.